Welcome to the Best Player Wins Podcast, where we believe that winning is winning, no matter by how little or by how much. I am your host, Eddie Quinones, and today I will be doing it solo. Uh, thank you for everyone who reached out. Just timings weren't able to work out with certain individuals uh, to assist this week in the podcast. So I'll be going at it by myself. So starting right off, you know, I'm, I'm going to move right down to our biggest upset last week, which was Randy Marsh versus the Thundercats. Um, not an expected outcome. And I think the biggest thing that was taken away from that is that Kevin's team put up a season high 223.72 points, which is insane. And the more surprising part is, is that he won by almost 70 points. Um, especially very surprising against one of the higher scoring teams in the Thundercats, even though they put up a solid 154.52 points, it just wasn't enough to, to take away some of that power from, from Kevin's team and, and kudos to him this week for putting up over 220. It's very impressive. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to move on down to our top three in the standings. So at number one, we have a newcomer there. It's JC, Scooby and the gang at seven and one. Uh, Scott drops down to number two, the Thundercats at six and two. And Kevin is tied right behind him at six and two. So a little bit of shuffling, a little bit of movement in the top three standings, which is something that you love to see. Uh, JC off to a really good start, had some solid play, and just really good for him right now at seven and one. Uh, so overall, not too shabby. Going down to our team and player analysis for the week. Uh, so we are going to do our stardom and sit them Thursday night football edition. Uh, a couple of these were, were a little tough to, to really decide on, but overall, not, not too bad. So first we have Matt Stafford or Russell Wilson. Do you start Matt Stafford or do you sit him? Uh, for me, I'm going to have to go with Matt Stafford here. Uh, the Seahawks have a worse pass defense than the Rams. And I, I trust the Rams pass defense a lot more than I trust the Seahawks right now this far in the season and just in general. Um, so overall, I think Matt Stafford will go ahead and pull it out and, and have himself a better week. So I would start Matt Stafford, sit Russell Wilson. Uh, next, we have the red hot Cooper Cup, number one wide receiver in fantasy. Uh, last week, didn't perform as well as his first three weeks, but it's still a solid outing for him with about 11 points. And then Tyler Lockett also came out the gates pretty hot. Um, hasn't been doing so hot since then. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup here. Uh, again, the Seahawks pass defense just doesn't impress me enough to really want to pick Lockett up, which either Lockett or DK Metcalf will be getting shattered by Ramsey, or he's going to be doing a little bit of work on both of them. So I just don't feel confident with Lockett as my option. I think Cooper Cup will have a little bit more freedom in that secondary to kind of roam around as a wide receiver and do what he wants to do. Uh, next, moving on down, we have Daryl Henderson versus Chris Carson or whoever the backup is. I know Chris Carson either was limited or did not practice yesterday. So it's really iffy. So right now I'm going to have to go with Henderson. Uh, Seahawks run defense. It's not that great. They've given up a lot of yards. to so a lot of uh, running backs so far this season. And I think Daryl Henderson will kind of do whatever he wants to do. Not going to say he's going to score a crazy amount of points, uh, but I do think that he will do better than the Seahawks backfield, regardless of who's back there. So those are my stardom sit -ums. 
you guys can kind of make your own decisions and, and let me know in, in the group chat and see what you guys think. But so far, that's what I have there. Moving on down to our matchup preview. Move on down to our best matchup. So for me, I think the best matchup this week is the football heads versus the Rickus Rick. Uh, they both had some decent outings last week. They both won uh, their head-to-head matchups. And this week, they play each other. I don't take too much on on projections, but their projection is extremely close with the football heads being at 154.4 and the Rickus Rick being at 154.3. I think the QB matchup here will be extremely fun to watch. Uh, you have Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson at the top of their, their QB ones and then their QB twos. You have Ryan Tannehill and Matt Stafford. Uh, I think the biggest difference maker here is going to be Ryan Tannehill. Just overall, between all these quarterbacks on this list, he hasn't been performing as well as any of them. And I think if he can muster up a solid week here, I think it'll it'll work really well uh, for the football heads. And another place that I want to look at is the flexes. Uh, the flexes are, are going to be really crucial to either team this week. Uh, for Damon, the rickest Rick, we have Corey Davis, who is currently wide receiver 20 on the week. Had a really hot week one. Uh, week two and week three were not so great. He had 2.8 points and then 9.1 points. Uh, nothing really too tremendous there. And then last week came back and had himself a really good game with 21.1 points. Next, he has Zach Moss, uh, running back number 27 on the year. Did not play week one, uh, so he didn't have any points. But since then, he's actually done really well. He had a 15.4 outing week two. Week three, he had 18.1. And then last week, he had 12.1. So he's not doing too bad for himself. He's averaging roughly around 15 points. Uh, Moving over to the other side for the football heads. We have T. Higgins, who's wide receiver 68 on the year. We'll mention he missed the last two weeks. Uh, The first two weeks he did play, he averaged 15.9 points, roughly almost 16 points a game. He had a touchdown each each game, had about 60 receiving yards. Um, So Really solid start for T. Higgins. Obviously, he missed those last two weeks. He is questionable this week, but I believe he's expected to play. So there shouldn't be too much of an issue with him there. And then moving on down to A.J. Green, wide receiver, 31 on the year. Um, week one wasn't too great for him, only 4.5 points. Since then, he scored over 13.4 points in each of his outings, week two, three, and four, uh, with that point total just slowly increasing from 13, 16, to 17. Um so I do expect AJ, AJ Green to kind of keep that that train moving and, and playing at a high level. So those are the guys that I'm really looking forward to in this matchup. I think the flexes will be really fun to watch, and I think they're, they're, they are what's going to decide this matchup. Uh, so it's a really good matchup to watch this week. And then something to look out for just in general throughout the league, can the bottom half teams pull off some wins this week to even up our rankings a little bit more and, and close the gap? Because currently right now, at the bottom of the standings, there's a pretty big gap from the bottom to the top. So we have some matchups this week that I think are going to work out really well. Uh, myself against Thundercats, bottom of the rankings, top of the rankings matchup. Uh, we have another one with the football heads and the Rickus Rick, you know, middle to top rankings there. They're pretty close to each other. You have another one, uh, JC, Scooby and the gang versus Auto Rocket. You know, another team, JC, very top of the rankings, and then Nick towards the bottom half. So my biggest thing to watch out for this week is, you know, can some of these bottom teams pull off some wins to kind of close those gaps throughout the entire week um, and for the rest of the season? All right. 
With that being said, we're going to move on down to our matchup predictions. Uh, starting off with my matchup against the Thundercats. I, I would love to pick my team here, but it's just very hard to. Uh, we haven't been performing as consistently as we would want to. We haven't really hit our projection marks at all this year. Pretty much been underperforming, and Thundercats has, has been hitting his projection or going above it. So I have to go with the Thundercats here. Um, his team has just been a lot more consistent for the whole year. Moving on down, we have Hugh Neutron versus Randy Marsh. I'm actually going to take Randy Marsh here. I think his team will continue to, to really do very well. I don't expect another 200 performance or even a 180 performance, but I expect enough to, to get past Hugh Neutron, who his team has been struggling for the past couple of weeks uh, and didn't really put up much points last week. It was it was a rough showing for him, uh, and, he, and he took the 0-2. He took a head-to-head loss and a league median loss, and he only put up 123 points. Um, so he's going to need a really big turnaround this upcoming week to really put him in contention. Contention. Moving on down, we have Gods of the Super Saiyans versus Rolf Boy, uh, two teams that have not been doing as great as they would want to do so far coming into the season. Um, I'm actually going to have to take Rolf Boy here. I think his quarterback play will be a little bit more consistent. He's got Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. Uh, which Jared Goff has been playing as quarterback 16 on the year so far. So not horrible. Uh, and gods of the super Saiyans has Justin Herbert, who has turned it on as of late and has been doing really well. Uh, no turnovers in the past two games. He's thrown at least three touchdowns and over 220 yards in each of those games. So really good for Justin Herbert. On the other hand, you got Trey Lance. Uh, he did pretty decent last week at 20 points, uh, two touchdowns, no turnovers and only 157 Passing yards, uh, he did have 41 rushing yards, though. So just as curious to see what Trey Lance does this upcoming week and, and see if it's enough to push it off for him. One thing that I will mention for Rolf Boy's team, which made me question this decision, is Chris Carson. Again, as I mentioned before, he's not really 100% going into tonight's game. He's questionable with a neck injury, so he might not play. So that'll be something that Kyron's really going to have to look out for. If he doesn't catch it by the end of the day today or when the game starts, probably going to have a goose egg in there for Chris Carson. So I think if Chris Carson plays, he's got it. Our next matchup is the football heads versus the Rickus Rick. The football heads is who I have coming out on top in this matchup. Uh, although it'll be an extremely close matchup, I think. I think the consistency in the football heads lineup from top to bottom is really what's going to to pull off that win. You know, he has Aaron Rodgers, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins, Mark Andrews, T Higgins, um, the Rams defense. He's just got some really strong hitters and some really good players on that side. So I just don't expect him to, to really lose his stride here and lose. So taking the football heads. Next, we have the Penguins of Madagascar versus Otis and the Cowbells. <clears throat> My biggest question here, you know, I, I was really strung up on who I wanted to play and and who I wanted to win here. Uh, but I think the biggest thing here is I will say the Penguins will win if both Aaron Jones and Max Williams play. Those are really big question marks. He has two questionable designations on his lineup. I think those, especially Aaron Jones, has a strong possibility are doing really well and putting up the points that he needs to be able to sustain a win. <clears throat> but if he doesn't have Aaron Jones or Mike Williams, 
I'm going to have to go with Otis. He doesn't have any questionable marks on his lineup. It's a pretty solid lineup so far. Uh, you know, he's got Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold, who has been performing very well. Jonathan Taylor, who's looking to turn it around. Same thing with James Robinson. He's got Cooper Cup. So he's got some really good guys on his lineup. I'd say if everyone plays on Penguins of Madagascar's team, I expect him to win. But if some of those questionables get turned to out for the year, I mean, for the week, then I'm going to have to go with Otis on this one. And then finally, we have Scooby and the gang versus Auto Rocket. Uh, Scooby has been performing extremely well. has not been doing bad at all. So I'm going to have to go with Scooby on this one. All right, moving on down to our trade recap. Uh, just had one trade go through this week because the one that went through last Thursday we'd covered because it happened right before we recorded. So right now, this upcoming week, we had Gods of the Super Saiyans trades away J.D. McKissick for Juan D.C. Mose, my team, uh, for Marquez Callaway. Uh, just give a brief explanation. Obviously, Antonio Gibson coming into the week had a questionable mark. Wasn't sure if he was going to play. And I think having the handcuff for me and J.D. McKissick, who has performed so far this year when he's gotten the opportunities really well, I think it was a crucial trade for me. I think I needed to have him. Um, and Marquez Callaway, while he has been performing a little better now and has been kind of getting his stock back up, it's just not what I expected him. And I'd rather have the handcuff on this one than Marquez Callaway. So that's kind of the, the brief explanation there uh, as to why I wanted that trade. All right, moving on down to our Around the League segment. We have our fantasy over-under. So last week's review, uh, Jonathan Taylor did hit the over. We had him at 15. Uh, the matchup between JC and Jake, so Scooby versus the Penguins. The total on that over-under was 310. They hit under. Uh, I think it was around 305 is what their total was. And then Lamar Jackson, I had him at a 22 fantasy points over-under. He scored 19 points, so he hit the under there. This upcoming week's over-unders, we have Stefan Diggs at 16, Dak Prescott at 23, and Darren Waller at 16. Starting off at the very top, you have Stefan Diggs at 16 fantasy points over-under. He's been averaging about 15.6 fantasy points um, and has not scored under 12 at all this year. So I'm actually going to take the over on this. I think Stefan Diggs will do really well. Kansas City's defense has not been playing tremendously well. Uh, and I do expect Stefan Diggs to be able to capitalize on that. Next, we have Dak Prescott at 23 fantasy points over under. Uh, plays the New York Giants defense. Their secondary hasn't been playing very great. Um, so he, he can capitalize on there. His average is right at about 20.5. And outside of his week two showing where he had seven points, uh, outside of that, he scored 20, 27, and 27. Um, and I'm actually going to to say here he's going to score under, not by a lot. I think he'll end up scoring 21, 22, which is still a really solid showing for a quarterback. I just don't know if he's going to be able to get above that point and really put up that many points. So I'm going to say under on that one. And then finally, we have Darren Waller, who currently on the year is tight end number two on the year and he's averaging about 15.9 points which is really good uh last week he had 15 points week before that he had 10 uh week before that he had 11 and then week one he had 26 points uh i do expect him to hit the over here uh chicago's defense while it's it's pretty good i do expect darren waller to just simply get the targets and get the receptions uh as shown in the past i mean 
he's going to get those targets. He Week one, he had 19. And then the last three weeks, he had seven targets. And he had five catches, five catches, and four catches. So I think he'll make up some of those points. He'll score a touchdown, and I think he'll hit his over. With that being said, we'll go ahead and move on down to our news and notes. So starting off at the very top, we have CMC was a participant in practice on Wednesday. Uh, that's some pretty big news for anyone who owns Christian McCaffrey. It's actually a little quicker than I expected him to come back. Um, but again, I think it's very good news for any Christian McCaffrey owner. And, you know, you have to be wary playing him if they play him this weekend. But, I mean, it's, it's Christian McCaffrey. If they play him, he's going to play and he's going to put up his points. So nothing too much to worry about there. Next, we have David Montgomery. He'll be out at least three weeks, probably a little bit more than that with a knee sprain, uh, which puts Darren, I mean, Darren, Damian Williams at the running back one role. You know, I expect him to fill that role just fine and continue to produce at a high level. Uh, Last week, he came in and he had 15 points. Uh, He did really well. Um, And again, I just expect Damian Williams to continue to, to produce at such a high level. Next, we have Baker Mayfield, which this came out today has a partially torn labrum on his non-throwing shoulder. Uh, While they don't expect this to affect him uh, in the long run or just really in general, since it's his non-throwing shoulder, uh, it is something to keep an eye out on just because if he gets it injured even more while he's playing or whatever, it could be a little bit of an issue for him and any owner for Baker Mayfield. And then finally, we have Justin Fields is officially listed as QB1 from now on for the bears. I think it's about time. I think they should have done this a while ago, but again, understandable. He's a rookie. They had Dalton. They just weren't sure if they wanted to throw him in the limelight. Um, He only had seven fantasy points, which isn't promising, Uh, but he didn't throw any touchdowns, which I mean, obviously that holds you back. He had one interception um, and he did rush around for about nine yards. So nothing really insane or super tremendous there, but I think, him having 209 yards is, is pretty promising and only having one turnover. So, again, he played okay. Uh, nothing really too tremendous in the past couple of weeks, but I expect him to to build off of that and, and continue to, to do well. So we'll see how that goes. But that being said, again, this is an extremely short episode this week since it was just myself. I just wanted to make sure that I put something out there for you guys that listen and just make sure that we had our recap and everything for the week and just go over some minor things. Um, Again, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, and we will catch you guys next week. Later. Later.